What is up? Welcome into Lambo Speak, episode number 29. We're here off a fresh week 18 victory, getting ready to uh, take on the Dallas Cowboys in Super Wild Card Weekend, and I'm pumped. Uh, this is a Toilet Styles production. My name is Nate Wallen. You can find me on Twitter at Nate underscore Dirt 19. I am joined by Mr. Bobby Winter. You can find him on Twitter at Bobby A. Winter. What's up, buddy? Oh, pumped too. I mean, how could you not be? You know? Everybody thought that the Packers were going to win around six, seven games. They end up winning nine, just like I projected, and uh, it made the playoffs. I mean, it, it took, you know, a couple of things, but, uh, you know, they won the right games, and and I'm pumped, man. And like we were saying before, I think that they can win. I think that they could beat the Cowboys. I, I mean, it's no sure thing, but I think there's a path to victory. Yeah, So for sure. Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you can find the show on Twitter, Toad's Titles. Um, you can find all of our content, articles, mock drafts, rankings, everything we do. It's at the website, toadstyles.com. So check that out if you haven't. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like and subscribe button. We'd appreciate that. Uh, I know the season's winding down, but we are just getting things revved up for uh, the draft and everything else around that. So um, still tons of content getting pumped out every single day. Uh, if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever, uh, a five-star review would be great. And last but not least, uh, if you'd like to interact with myself or Bobby or anybody else on the team, um, we can join our Gilded Chat. It's free. Um, there's tons of football content, whether it's fantasy football, NFL, you name it, it's on there. Um, and it's free. And there's free gambling advice, and the guys are handing out uh, some winners generally and uh, a lot of good stuff. So check it out. Um, it said it's free to join. Uh, we also, too, before I forget, get, uh, get too far ahead, we have a playoff league that is the entries will close on Friday. It's $30 to get in, pretty much winner take all. I think last year we gave out some gift cards for like second and third maybe. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Start 11, guys, uh, and it's a one-and-done thing. So um, it's total points, but you can only use the guy once. So take some strategy. It's a ton of fun. It's probably one of my favorite leagues that we do and that I do all year long. So if you're interested in that, hit us up, and we'll get you in that. It'd be awesome. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I can't remember what the number is right off the top of my head, but I know last year it was around like 80. And so hopefully we get quite a bit more than that this year. Uh, we also have a playoff pick em league where you use basically like a confidence pool. Um, you assign a number to a team and when they win, you get points when they're done, obviously you're not getting points. So, uh, interested in either one of those hit us up, DM us, whatever, uh, or you can email the show at toilets title or toilets to titles at gmail.com and, uh, they'll give you all the info you need. So with that being said, let's get into it, man. Um, it was just a great performance from the get-go. Uh, you know, we they they wanted the ball first. I was kind of nervous to see what would happen, and uh, they and they put together a little bit of a drive, but uh, th that's about all they did. It seemed like you know most most times they had the ball, they didn't really do a whole lot. They have a, a couple of big chunk plays, but um, we were able to sack Fields five times. Yeah, you know, so that kind of hindered anything they were going to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Packers completely dominated this game. The problem was the scoreboard didn't really reflect it. Um, the Packers, you know, went on a lot of really long drives, but they made crucial mistakes that prevented them from capitalizing on them. Uh, the scoreboard definitely does not tell the story of this game because, I mean, if you look at the box score, we outproduced them two to one in almost every single category. The The Packers had 300 yards passing. The, the Bears had 117. We had 124 rush yards. They had 75, 75, you know, the, that was supposed to be like the strength of their team. They only had 75 rush yards against this green Bay Packers defense, which is just huge. I mean, you got to give Joe Barry's flowers there because uh, the players really stepped up in this game. And I mean, 
averaging 7.2 yards per play. When you do all of those things, you expect to score a lot more than 17 points. But, you know, they they did enough to get the W and to get us into the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm elated. Yeah, it was wild. One thing I do before I forget, we like two penalties in the game. That's wild, um, yeah. especially from the Packers who, you know, going through most of the season was just miserable to watch. Um, yeah. I, and I – that penalty they called was on the Bears, not the Packers. The false, the offsides, their left yeah. tackle was, was a false start. So, 100%. Um, I mean, it didn't even matter. But, uh, you know, we ran 14 more plays than they did. That's big. We're also 7 out of 10 on third down. That is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, you know, they were 3 for 11, uh, but I don't think it really matters. I, You know, there's a couple of crucial things I saw from the Bears, but I don't want to talk about that just yet. So, um, just another f- phenomenal performance by Jordan. Um, yeah, I don't think that can be said enough how great he was, uh, you know, in, in a game that we had to have. And, um, and I, I don't even think there was, there was no slow start there, you know, which the Packers, it seemed like we'd always been notorious for that in previous years. And I don't know. And even this, there were times this year too, where we'd kind of have the first, what, six, eight games where we didn't score for, flipping ever in the first half will be scored. I can't remember that, that stat, but it was like yeah. something wild. Yeah. They scored you like know. three points in four games in all the first half combined yeah. or something, you know? So, so seeing that, you know, but I do, I will say, I think even fields, I think they both completed their first nine passes. Yeah. You know, so that was good, but um, you know, having Aaron Jones look like he has the past three weeks, that's huge. If he continues to run the ball, like he has, that gives us the best chance to beat the Packers or beat the Packers, beat the Cowboys. Um, their their run defense is not that good. Uh, you know they're good against the pass. Their front's great. You know pass rush wise, but they they can struggle against the against the run. So, uh, you know, but and that's that, that, you want to keep them off the field, run the football. So. 100. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so a couple things uh, you had mentioned the refs. Uh, the refs really let them play in this game. Yeah. Like you could tell. Like sometimes I'm fine with that. Just lie. that's what I'd rather. Me have. too. I, I love it. So like when the Packers Bears games happen, I feel like the refs kind of just like let some things go and it makes for a way better viewing experience. Uh, I mean, how many times did they get into scuffles and there was not a single flag thrown for like, yeah. you know, uh, on sports or, like good, like, or anything like that. Helmets I mean, getting knocked. I mean, things oh, yeah. that generally yeah, dude, flags. The guy got his helmet knocked off, not a single flag. It was yeah. amazing. I was like, yeah. this Whatever. is football. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you had mentioned Jordan love. So, I mean, we knew what this year was. It was the evaluation year. I feel like, it's pretty safe to say Jordan loves the quarterback of the future, right? Yeah. I think he gets extended this off season. Yeah. I mean, then I don't know. I'm not, you know, whether it's just going to, I think, I mean, you look at his numbers now, hell he's top 10. He's a little higher than that probably actually, but like, you yeah. know, he, over the last he, seven games, he's been the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Yeah. What do you the have, 18, best. 18 touchdowns <laughs> like, and one interception. Yeah, he's been unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, and I honestly, I, I think the only reason, because if you remember back in 2008, they actually extended Rodgers during the season. But I think because of the cap situation that we're in right now and still having Rodgers on, on the books, that played a huge part in them not extending him during the season. Yeah. But, I mean, I think day one or the first week of the new year for the league, he gets extended. Like, it's, it's a no-brainer, you know? He's better than, what? I mean, he's easily top 14, you oh, know? Yeah. So, yeah, he, he deserves to get paid. 
um, and Aaron Jones. So the Aaron Jones injury thing might've been a blessing and a curse. So like, could we have won more games if Aaron Jones wasn't injured? Yeah, absolutely. But we won enough to get into the playoffs and now Aaron Jones is fresh. Yeah. I mean, there were so many runs last night where you'd like, it looked like he was just going to get stopped after a yard or two. And then all of a sudden he gets barrels ahead and he gets six yards. And it was like, I don't even know what's going on. You know what I mean? It was, that's what it is. I feel like by the end of the year, all these players, they're just beat up, they're torn up and everything. And he's not, you know, he had all this time to rest and recover and stuff. And yeah, it was a lower leg injury or whatever. Well, it was his knee or, or, Knee and hamstring. Yeah, hamstring. That's right. So, I mean, it, it was a leg injury, but I mean, for all intents and purposes, his legs are fresh. Like he hasn't been taking a beating this year and it, it, it showed in these last three games. I mean, he's been over a hundred yards back to back to back. And like you were saying earlier, I feel like there's two ways that the Packers have a chance of beating the Cowboys. One, come out, get the ball in the beginning, start scoring and make sure that you play from a lead. Cause I don't think that Cowboys defense is built to play from behind. And, and like you said, incorporating Aaron Jones. I mean, how many times have we seen Aaron Jones go off against the Cowboys? Yeah. I feel like there's just certain teams that he always plays well against. He plays well against the Bears, and he definitely plays well against the Cowboys yeah. every single time. He had that five-touchdown game a couple of years back against the Cowboys. Yeah. So he, he's got to be uh, instrumental in this offense, like if they're going to – if they have any shot of winning. The A.J. Dillon injury may – also have been a blessing because they're forced to put the ball in Aaron Jones's hands more. Yeah. I wonder if he'll be back next week, this week. I, I don't know. Even if he is though, I bet they put him on a pitch count and they just keep riding the hot hand because Aaron Jones is hot right now. Yeah, they have to. I don't know. I haven't heard anything on Watson either. Obviously they didn't practice today, so we don't know anything. Right. Um, I think we'll see, um, you know, and I, I, I don't except. There can't really be enough said either about the receiving core and the job they did. Uh, Luke Musgrave was even back. He only had one catch, but hey, catch is better. Yeah, than only, I think he only played like what eleven snaps or yeah, something like that. You know, snaps, come so. back off a lacerated kidney. You know, and, and yeah. Tucker Craft looks great still. Um, Bo Melton's been fun to watch. You know, I, I can't remember if he was a seventh rounder or if he was undrafted. Bo uh, Melton's undrafted. It was he UDFA, I, and I don't remember yeah. even where he went after the uh, Rutgers. Well, I know he went. To, I know he went to Rutgers. Yeah. I'm saying where he went, like at, where who who picked him up first because he bounced oh. around a little bit. Maybe the Seahawks. Um, I think you're right, but you know he's been fun to to watch. Uh, it, it's been he's been great too, and and obviously Dontavian Wicks has been a stud. Um, yeah. I, Dobbs got hurt early. Uh, yeah. They said he he's okay. Good. He was back at the locker room after going to the hospital because he was coughing up blood from the chest chest Ooh. injury. Yeah. Um, hopefully he will be back. Um, Seems like he's kind of had missed, dropped a few balls lately, but Love still looks for him. Um, you yeah. know, I, I think we need him. So it's funny that you mentioned that because Jordan Love's he eclipsed four thousand yards, and the Packers. So what does that mean? Jordan Love is taking whatever the defense gives him. He's comfortable in the offense, and he's comfortable with everybody who who he has available to him. He'll throw it to anybody if yeah. they're open. I mean. That's incredible. I mean, uh, for years, you know, we saw it with Devontae Adams, and Devontae Adams is amazing, but they were force-feeding the ball to Devontae Adams where it was almost like one-dimensional. They knew – everybody knew how the Packers were going to try to beat them. They were going to try to use That's why I love you about that, by the way. <laughs> but, but, yeah. But now it's – you don't know who's going to have the big game. I mean, and there's just 
recently been three, but there's two players in really the back half of the season that have stood out. And in my opinion, they've elevated themselves to the, the front of the depth chart. Uh, Jaden Reed is wide receiver one. Yep. He Every week I keep saying Jaden Reed's a dog. Jaden Reed's a dog. Jaden Reed's a dog. And like, we haven't been talking about Dobbs or Watson. I know Watson's been injured, but I mean, I think Jaden Reed is wide receiver one until somebody else can show that they're more productive than him. And um, Dontavian Wicks, man, Dontavian Wicks looks like a veteran out there. His, his knowledge of like, first of all, his route running is awesome. He creates separation. He's like one of the best separators in the NFL Two, when he is going up against his own scheme, he knows where to park himself as if he's like a veteran. And that's why he has so many catches every single game. It's because the dude just gets open. He understands what he's seeing as a rookie. It's so exciting to see. And then obviously recently with Bo Melton, um, I don't think it's a fluke with him. I think he's arrived, man. And he's quick too. He is. Yeah. I think he's like a four, three guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I think, you know, even, you know, come next year, whatever, when, when it's Dobbs and Watson and Wicks and Reed and Melton, and I still think there's room for Malik Heath. It'll be tough trying to carry three tight ends if they do and a sixth receiver. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Malik Heath's played well too when they needed him. You sure. know? And that's that's been nice to see that it's not just like, okay, we got three guys and then the other guys, it's like, well, shit, I hope this guy can remember what route to run. Right. You know, so that, that's been, you know, kind of a breath of fresh air to be able to have the depth, even though it's just a bunch of guys. I mean, that, and it, it's not to us, but like to, to no. the untrained eye, not saying, sorry, untrained eye. When I say that, like not Packers fans, like, you know, yeah. just some random dudes out there, you know what I mean? But right. um, it's, it's, it's been great. And I, you know, I'm, I'm pumped for healthy Luke Musgrave, you know, oh, that 12 yeah. personnel with Musgrave and Kraft's going to be wicked. Yeah. Um, it's going to be awesome. You know, Degira, he can. And head him down the road, but um, so it had me thinking with the wide receivers. Uh, I don't know about you, but for the last couple of years, I have been clamoring for them to take a wide receiver in the first round. Obviously, we now know like it's just never going to happen. Brian Gutekunst doesn't view the position as a premium position. Um, obviously, he thinks it's important, you know, he spends second round draft picks on them, but never first round picks. This is going to be the first offseason we're going in. I don't want them to take a wide receiver in the first tackle. Round. Actually, I don't even know if we need tackles now. Apparently Rashid Walker and Zach Tom are the guys, but right. Um, you know, it's just, it's just, it blows my mind. Like they did it again. They continue yeah. to find these wide receivers in the later rounds and it, and they don't have to spend first round picks on them no, because like they, you said, you listed those five players with it, with the exception of Heath. I'm comfortable with that being our five wide receivers for the next three years. Yeah. They're good and only going to get better. Half of them, more than half of them are rookies. It's insane. The other guys have been there two years, so it's not even like it matters. I mean. Right. Yeah, we and they're, they're inexpensive. We have control of them for years. You know, it's just, and, and arguably the best one hasn't been playing. And they're still wildly productive, a top 10 offense. It's just, it's remarkable. I'm so excited to see what next yeah, that, year's going to look like. The one, the one play to, to read where it was he, it was a big run. He caught the ball up the sideline too. Like I heard LaFleur say like he wasn't even like the first, second. I didn't even know if he was the third read on that play. Like, you know, Love just saw it like, you know, the mismatch or whatever. And was like, that's where we're going. And yeah. threw an awesome – that was a great ball down the sideline. And it was just yeah. like, holy shit. Like, you know, I, I just – every week, 
and, and the 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 touchdown throw to to Melton that they called back, whether it was or not, it was it was pretty close. Like he had sure. it on his leg, but he kind of lost control again. That yeah. was a missile. Yeah, absolutely. Guys. So it was like one of his best throws ever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was amazing. Every week, it's like it's like what, what's your favorite throw of the year? And it's like every week he adds another one. That like I don't yeah. know what my favorite one is. You know, and yeah. the the one to Wicks between the two guys, especially the best bits between Jaquan Brisker. He's a mouthy little shit, and he's not good. Uh, and <laughs> Did you Aaron see that Jones, post on Preston Twitter? Smith, everybody is destroying that guy on Twitter right now. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, That's really it's, funny. It's been fun. And I, I, the one last thing about Reed, too, I will say. So last year in the draft, I wanted Jalen Hyatt real bad in the oh, second yeah. round. He was right there. And yeah. I didn't really know anything about Reed. One of my buddies who's a big Bears fan, he's been texting me. He like He's like, oh, Jaden Reed's good, man. Like, I was hoping we'd get him, blah, blah, blah. And then course as the season goes on he's just like keeps hanging his head he's like damn it you know <laughs> it's just funny because well he's a bears fan so of course it's funny. no you're right i would do i was right there with you i i studied you know the what i considered to be the top nine wide receivers of that class i didn't have Jaden reed in the list so when they selected him in the second round i was like flipping through my papers like uh uh, uh why doesn't this name look familiar and uh yeah i mean it, this honestly this whole class has been excellent and they're the reason why we're in the playoffs right now. Yeah. The entire 2023 draft class and their development over this year is why the team is winning right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the one thing I will say too, before we go on too much farther, like from the stuff that was like not that good in the game, first of all, that clock managed at the end of the first half, I'm not sure what the hell they were doing. Um, they should just kick the field goal instead of getting cute and trying to get out a few yards. Like I get it. Durs has been inconsistent. Not really though. Like he's the kicks he's missed. I don't know. I mean, he shouldn't be missing at Lambeau from forty yards or whatever that kick he missed was. But um, yeah, that was just a bad sequence sequence of events. And I know, like Tucker Craft should have went out of bounds when he got like six more yards. Uh, at that point in time, six yards doesn't really matter. Um, right. You know that was that was frustrating. I was pissed. I was throwing stuff. So I was like, you know, that was when it was like a close game. And it was like, what are we doing? Um, right. And then the fumble by love, I, that was about as lucky as a fumble as you can get. Like he juked right. the guy and he had the ball in tight and the dude's helmet hit the ball. Like, No, you're absolutely right. So with know, the love fumble, obviously he made a check at the line and one of two things happened. He either said the wrong check, which is possible, or the receivers didn't, or the receiver didn't hear the check or heard it and thought it was something else. So when love saw that the play was falling apart, he was like, Oh, I got to do something. You know what I mean? So I, I don't blame him. Cause he was, no, he was being competitive. He was trying to pick up yardage. He was trying to pick up a first down. And it, like you said, it was just, it was unlucky. I'm not going to blame him for that. It, it stuff like that just happens in football, you know? So, uh, and then with the, they, the they went three anyways, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> Right, right, exactly. And the clock management thing. So I actually, I didn't even realize that that was a rule. Did you? Yeah. You okay. can't like just go out of bounds. You have to like make a move upfield. Right. I guess unless you go out of bounds untouched, right? Or or yeah. like getting touched as you're out of bounds. So that yeah. the problem was, it was he was completely in bounds and was pushed out of bounds, yeah. but never made any forward progress or anything. So, I mean, it's they could have done it. Right area, like it's so... Like uh, that's like one weird thing. Like how like college is like, yep, you're out of bounds. First down clock stops. You know what I mean? Like in front of the NFL, it's like, um, so ticky tack. 
yeah, it's like, I don't think he was trying. So, you know, and, and he wasn't, but you know, like it's, it's a yeah. hard, I, I just kick the field goal there. Don't, you know, what's it? My, I've always said it takes seven seconds to run a play. You had like nine seconds there or something like whatever it was, 10, right. maybe more than that, maybe 11. 11, like, yeah. You don't have time. No, and you right. don't have timeouts. You know, if you had a timeout, sure. But that was just dumb. And that things like that against a better team and a better coaching staff, that didn't happen. Right, for sure. But that's, again, that comes down to, you know, them being first time starters or rookies, you know, like Jordan love could have been like, Hey, I don't feel like he has an opportunity to get upfield or to get out of bounds. Let me just throw this away and live and, you know, and, and live to see another play and kick and kick the field goal because sometimes bad stuff like that happens. And then all of a sudden it ruins your shot. But you know what? There's been so many instances of that this year that I feel like they're going to learn from them. You know, very rarely do you see them at least in the second half of the season, make the same mistake twice. They have, you know, they have like a, yeah, they have like a bonehead mistake and it's like, Oh, well, you know, like remember a couple of games ago, they had the special teams thing. Special teams played awful. And it was just like, they corrected it. And the special teams was, it's been fine. You know, it hasn't been great. It hasn't been awful. It's just been fine, which is like all you can expect from special teams. Just, I mean, they're, they're fair catching the ball, like on the nine yard line. And in, in like, if it's me, I'm standing there at the 10 and the ball's going over my head. I'm probably just going to get out of the way. Yeah. But they don't want to take a chance of hitting them or getting it down at the one. So hell we'll just take it and take it at the 10 and we'll just drive 90 yards, whatever, who cares? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, they did it. The offense is right now. It doesn't matter, I guess, but for sure. Um, yeah. When yeah, you complete 86% of your passes. Yeah. That's, that's like the second highest rate of a QB in the last, like, I don't know how many years by the Packers. Another one was Rogers. Yeah. I think that was a game against Dallas probably where he was like, almost oh, worldly yeah yeah, like, <laughs> yeah we were like this is weird um yeah but i one thing i you know you look at like and i don't know what your thoughts are so i guess i, I don't have much else to say like said about the game we can talk about all i mean it was great um, it was like yeah a couple drives like I said it seemed like we dominated but the scoreboard didn't reflect that as much sure but it was still fun yeah of course anytime you can beat a team that used to be a rival is fun. Yeah. I mean, I 12 straight one victories. Row. I don't, it doesn't count anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, LaFleur is literally never lost to him. Love is now never lost to him. And actually, did you see, I'm, I'm sure if you're a Packers fan, you've had to have seen this by now. Uh, Jordan loves year one as a starter was better than any Chicago bears quarterback in ever. their entire history. Ever. ever. Yeah. Ever. Our, yeah. His first year as a starter, and I'm talking game after week six, or excuse me, after week 17. So, you know, if we're comparing it to history with the 16 game schedule, it's still better than any Bears quarterback ever in his yeah. first year. Yeah, and they all, I, there's it. The, the Bears, it's like half and half. Some guys want them, some guys don't. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't think Fields is the guy. Um, he's Fields great is gone. sometimes. He's great sometimes, but um, you know, another game under 150 yards yesterday. He was 11 to 16. Yeah. I, I don't believe they pass on Caleb Williams. Um, you know, with, I mean, they should, I don't think he's worth a gosh darn, but. Oh, really? No. Oh, okay. I think he's I pretty good. No. Okay. Not against real talent. He's good against the teams that aren't ranked. That's fair. He's like middle That's of the true. road against top 25 teams. Like just whatever. I think his attitude sucks. <laughs> I like, I mean, whether it's Drake may Bo Nix, Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix, those JJ McCarthy. I like all those guys better than Caleb Williams. 
Interesting. I mean, okay. talent is great, but I just – it's not always all about the talent. I mean, 98% of the time it is, but, like, there's got to be a little more with it, and I just – some of the things under the helmet for him bother me or between the ears, whatever you want to say. But um, I, I'm sure he'll be great. But I also think, you know, the kid that started for USC in the, their bowl game threw six touchdowns, so maybe Cliff Kingsbury has a little bit to do with how good they look. True, true. What, let me put it to you like this. Day, would you rather have Caleb Williams or would you rather have Justin Fields and a whole bunch of draft picks? I mean, I probably got to take – I mean, that there I guess I'd take Caleb Williams just because I don't think Fields is the guy in Chicago. Right. So, I mean, I mean you could probably get something for Justin Fields, right? Oh, yeah. Third-round pick, something. At least. Um because he's a starting quarterback and he's cheap, you know. Right buyer, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what did uh, Darnold? Darnold went for a two, a four, and a six. Yeah. So yeah, they, Fields, they, I, I I like Fields more than that. I mean, he's got there's so many great things he can do, but there's so many things that he doesn't do well. Whether it's right holds on to the ball too long in the pocket or doesn't hold on to the ball well when he runs with the ball, he's kind of injury prone. You know, there's some things that need to be you know fixed, but yeah. there's a lot of things he does, and he's very you know he's got a big arm. He's fast. You know, if, if they if they build the offense around him like the Eagles did with Jalen Hurts, and I know they right. looked like dog dirt the last four or five weeks, but you know what I'm talking about. Like if they build the team around him in that skill set and run that six-back offense, the wing T, he would be successful. And the Bears aren't wanting to do that. Um, and they've kind of not done that, so it's about a little too late in the game to try to do that. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, one key thing that you got to remember, and if you just look at the Packers bears games, the both games from this year, the pressure weight that the Packers created on him was insanely high. The dudes being pressured on the, in the first game, he was pressured on 55% of his dropbacks. Yeah. 55. That's insane. How are you expecting this guy to get any passes off? If he's pressured on 55%, well, they, you got to understand their offensive line's not good enough. No, exactly. That's my point. I have been. Yeah. he, He's on a bad team, but he's not elevating the players around him. And I know yeah. he's got DJ Moore, and that's helped him a ton this year, made him look a sure. lot better. And Cole Komet's been good, but there's so much more. And, and it's not just like fire Luke Getze. You know, Luke Getze wasn't a play caller. I don't know how many times I got to say that. Like, everybody's pissed at this guy. It's like he's been calling plays for two years now. For maybe right. did he call yeah. plays the year before? Like, he's not, he's never been a play caller. Right. Like, he didn't call plays in Green Bay. Nope. But like, I think getting Justin another, a different guy in Chicago is not the answer. I think that'll just make things worse for him. You know, what, you know, it'll shake him, his confidence. And like, cause like early in the year, it felt like his eye level was down. He played a lot better the last couple of games. Yes. Not that good, but like a lot better than he had played. Yes. You know, against bad competition, I guess, but that's the way to put it though. Like, yeah. has he been a great quarterback? No. no, but he's been playing a lot better compared to how he had been playing over their, their win streak where they went, what was it like five and two or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the defense also like discovering itself was a huge reason for that as well. The the bears defense had been playing like a top 10 defense yeah. during that stretch. And that's what makes the, that victory even more, you know, even more sweet because it's like, Oh, well you beat the bears. It's like, no, 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 no. We beat the bears when, they figured out their defense and Justin Fields has been playing better and stuff. And they held them to nine points and we still beat a top 10 defense, yeah. you know? So uh, it was a great victory. Um, 
and yeah, I mean, it, it kind of sets us up. I think, I think love's been playing better. And even in the last seven games, he's been playing better and better and better each and every week. Yeah. It's less errant throws, less boneheaded decisions. Like I think he really only had one boneheaded decision. I'm not going to say it's the fumble either. It was that one throw into the end zone into double coverage that could have been intercepted. Yeah, uh, and he's very lucky that it wasn't. It was um, that Wicks or Wicks that knocked the ball away? Yeah. From Tyreek Stevenson or whatever? Yeah. I mean, there was that one play. But I guess, you know, I think we were so spoiled with having Aaron Rodgers for so long that he just didn't make decisions like that. Like, you can tell Love is way more aggressive um, with his decision-making in, in throws. And it, it almost like Favre-esque. Favre was like ultra aggressive, but like I feel like he kind of found like a, a middle ground between Rodgers and Favre. If you're just comparing it to like past Packers quarterbacks, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean he's aggressive, and I think you need to be aggressive if you're going to win in this league. If you're just being soft and taking what's there every single time, it's good enough to win games. But I don't know if it's good enough to win championships. I feel like he has that quality. And if you look at how he's been playing in the, like when the lights are brightest, like Sunday night football, like, you know, with the game at four 30, like all the games that are super important where a lot of people are watching, where there's a lot of stuff on the line, loves playing really well. Yeah. He might have that clutch gene. Yeah. Yeah. He looks great. You know? Um, yeah. It's been wild, but uh, before we move on last little bit there, I do want to bring up our Patreon one more time. Uh, patreon.com backslash show titles um, check it out uh, there's like six different tiers right now um, still doing tons of giveaways uh, a lot of special stuff going on for them right now that you know the season fan season pretty much being over um, so check it out got questions hit us up again you can email toilet titles at gmail.com for any questions they can help you out or you can dm any of us so um, yeah but let's move on wildcard weekend heading to dallas um, going to see old big mike uh, we are undefeated in that building i'm pretty excited about that and actually, this is the first time I didn't know I heard this today. Uh, the first time that the, the leading touchdown passer and the second place pass, passer are playing in the first round of the playoffs. Really? Is the first time ever? Yeah, because Dak led the NFL in passing touchdowns and Love was second. And that's like that's the awesome. first time ever they've met in the first round of the playoffs. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that's, I, that's, you know, like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, so. Very cool. Dude, I have a feeling like this game's going to be a uh, like a high-scoring game. Yeah, yeah. Like, Whatever, I don't know what the over is in this game, but I would bet the over. I'll look right now. Um, Sweet. So while you're doing that, <laughs> I also didn't realize that we had never lost in that building. I mean, I knew that obviously over the last like 10 years or so, however long that building's been around. I think it what was it in the late 2000s, 20, 2009, 2010, something like that. It was built. Well, obviously it was before 2010 because uh, we won the Super Bowl there and February of 11. But uh, yeah, I, that, that's interesting. I never knew that we were undefeated in that building. So uh, I was actually texting my buddy earlier. He's a big Cowboys fan. He's like, the Packers are our daddies. And I was like, that's pretty hilarious. Well, and then Coach Sheps and Will from the Toilet Styles team, they're like, Sheps is like, I have way too many bad memories right against the playoffs and the Packers. And then, you know, they're like, we got to flip the script. And I, you know what? It's going to be fun. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm not you know, regardless of the outcome, we'll be sour or pissed. Uh, I mean, we're playing on house right. money. Um, oh, that's exactly right. Uh, the The pressure is all on Dallas. Yeah. I mean, by the way, the total is 50 and a half. The second highest total of the weekend. Uh, the Rams Lions game is 51 and a half. So interesting. I mean, you could see this being a 31, 28 game. 
you know, that's, that's over 50. Yeah. I mean, I think so. Um, by the way, speaking of that, I really hope Matt Stafford goes into Detroit and just beats the shit out of the line. That's what I want to happen. So bad. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Anyway, yo, know, they hung that banner. That was so funny. Yeah. Hey, you know what? The first time they did it, I was like a year old when they did it last time. So or true. four years old when they did it. Last That's true. Time. So good for them. Um, you know, I, I'm excited. I said, there's a lot of things that can happen in this game for us. Uh, you know, you've said it a couple times, you know, we got to start fast and and that's going to be huge, um, you know, and, and just be able to slow the offense down. You know, th- their running game has been, it's not as good as it has been in the past with Pollard. He's kind of pretty up and down. I mean, obviously yeah. them throwing the ball is, it's awesome. CD lamb is so good. Uh, and Dak has been phenomenal this year. Um, yes. You know, and we'll see. He's see, in my in my opinion, he's been a different player this year than he's ever been. Um, you know, obviously, you don't, we had nine nine interceptions this year. That's super low. Um, yeah. And and thirty six touchdowns. Um, you know, so pretty good. Uh, he, he's played well, and and their team is very well rounded, um, except against the run. I think that's what they can struggle with. Um, yeah. But I, I I'm also. You know the way that that Tom and then and Rasheed Walker, but like the offensive line has played well against you know game wrecking guys like Micah Parsons, you know Max Crosby, T.J. Watt, Aiden Hutchinson, um, even Chris Jones, and there was another yeah. one we played against that I can't think of in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, but like they've been able to to obviously you can't take those guys out of the game that doesn't happen, but you know T.J. Watt I think had one sack against us, um, yeah, you know, and that was really it. Um, Crosby obviously is a factor, but you know, we were able to, to slow him down enough, at least, you know, whether it's chipping the guys or what, but you know, that's, that has to happen, um, against Parsons. Cause he's one of the best players in the league, whatever side of the yeah. ball you want to talk about. I mean, even Montez sweat in the, in the bears game. Yeah. He's been great. Hear his name called once. Yeah. He made one now tackle we- there against Jones in the backfield. Right. It. You know, so, um, I, I think that kind of helps us. The, you know, the way that the offensive line has played in the last, you know, coming down the home stretch, they played very, very well. So they have, um, and I don't know if Stefan Gilmore is going to play. He's hurt. Um, so mm-hmm. that'd be big if he was out, but. <coughs> so uh, that'll be something to keep an eye on as the week goes, um, you know, so I, I don't know. We'll see what uh, playoff Dak's like. And uh, obviously, you know, I love big Mike. Um and we'll see what uh, what they got in store for us. As of uh, 3 p.m. today, Gilmore told reporters that he'll be playing in the wild card game. I figured he would. He's a he's a game red dude. He's not gonna. I mean, it'd be yeah. pretty serious for him to not play. Yeah. So. Yeah, Gilmore's really good. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? This Packers offense plays better against this defense than the Packers offenses of two or three years ago because Gilmore can only cover one guy at a time. Yeah. And Jordan love has shown with, well, you know, if you look at the receiving totals, he'll, he'll throw it to anybody. It doesn't matter. So if Gilmore's over there, he'll throw it to the other guy on the other side of the field. And he trusts him just as much as he trusts the guy that Gilmore's covering. Yeah. So having him out there obviously is not great for the Packers, but it's not like, you know, a, a huge thing where it's like, well, well, what are we going to do now? It's like, no, the, the plan still stays the same. You know, so that's exciting. I'm very, dude. I'm so pumped. Like, how yeah, can you I'm, not? It, it's it's gonna be great. I uh, 
I can't wait for Sunday. Um, that's a huge window. That there is going to be a lot of people watching that football game. Oh, for sure. And, uh, you know, I'm so, I was surprised it wasn't the eight o'clock game. The Rams and Lions are the eight o'clock. Well, the script writers like that one more because the Stafford. Oh, and then the golf revenge game. Even though nobody really gives a crap right. about that, it's more more to the Stafford one. Yeah, but I mean, like, arguably the Packers and Cowboys are like two of the five most popular teams in the NFL. Yeah. So yeah, I was just. I, I was did just see. Surprised. They said the cheapest ticket to Ford Field right now is like six hundred dollars. By far the most expensive ticket in all of the NFL right now to go to the game. <laughs> good. You know what? Good for them. They've been saving the money for 30 years. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> put a penny away every day, and all of a sudden yeah. now you have enough to buy, to buy a yeah, ticket. One of these days, this, this jar of money can get you a ticket to the <laughs> playoff game. Big Lions piggy bank. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I got, you got anything else before we get out of here? Not a thing. Go oh, yeah. pack, we'll go. be back next week. Start for the little hiatus. Had some stuff going on. Been a uh, long last couple weeks. So, yeah. um, it's supposed to start. It's snowing right now, and it's very slick out. It's going to be a miserable week at work, I think. Um, so, hey, it's okay. It's Monday. we got four days left. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. But we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, check out the show. Check out the website, toadstyles.com. Check out the show on Twitter, at toadstyles. You can find myself on Twitter at Nate underscore Dirt 19. You can find Bobby at Bobby A. Winner. And, uh, yeah, we can't wait to talk to you next week. Go Pack Go. And uh, hopefully we come back with good news after uh, a weekend in Dallas. Yes, sir.